Charlie ho yibbity dap and zing zang spillet. Looking forward to bullying off for the final chucker? Transmission will start in five seconds from now. Five, four, three, two, one, hit. to this edition of Waffle On Podcast. My name is Simon Meddings. And I'm MC Kelly. And I'm Peter Coleman. And uh, yes, Peter's back. And uh, we're talking about Black and it goes forth. But before we jump into... Kel, you're just showing us your coconut. I am. Is that a full coconut or an empty it's coconut? A, that's going to be our new mascot. That's going to be our new mascot. It's going to the Mighty Boosh episode of Amazing Mighty Boosh show when he went on the uh, island when they were drinking, went mad drinking all the rancid coconuts. It's amazing. This, is, uh, this isn't the uh, the interesting thing for me to eat. No, no, it's uh, a coconut, coconut joe. Because i got a coconut joe. Because I've got to be honest with you, I'm, uh, I'm not that hungry. Um, but um, Put down your pants. They say to uh, Natalie, say, I've heard a guy think called elephantitis. <laughs> <laughs> and see if I don't know. What's going on down there? I don't know. <laughs> To be fair, these jeans are a bit... Uh, <laughs> yeah. fact, well, so yeah, it's our mascot. That's our new mascot. Yeah, we'll so no listeners, do not send in loads of fruit and veg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We know, this isn't the uh, That's Life, <laughs> yeah, yeah. where we want humans... You're using, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I see phallus-shaped carrots. <laughs> well, no, I think they're all... Although, although it is still humorous. Yeah, it is. And you would always laugh, wouldn't you? Absolutely. That that and the fart. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they laugh. Even laugh, saying the word. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so easily pleased. Yeah, yeah. Um, so before we crack on, Pete, what have you been up to? We haven't seen you for a while. Well, I saw you yesterday, but I mean, in, in, in the media world, we haven't, uh, haven't heard about what you've been up to. In the podcast world, no, you haven't seen me. Um, well, uh, I've been enjoying a bit of silent comedy. I went to the BFI down in London and uh, saw... Seven Chances with Buster Keaton, mm-hmm. and then went to the, the Mac in Birmingham uh, last week and saw The General, the restored version, and it's brilliant. Ooh. Which is amazing. I love that. Like I said, do you know, I'm Buster Keaton, I was brought up with, I was Chaplin, I was always Chaplin, Will High, you know, all that. And I never liked Buster Keaton until I did my film course, and... We went. We did a three-hour thing all about it, and it changed the way I saw him. Mm. And since then, I've just I love Buster Keaton. Is that, is that because and he's he, better than Charlie Chaplin? Is that because and he's, that's what he's, I, he's a pioneer, though, isn't he, Keaton? He, he, I mean, he not only did he direct or produce, he did all his own stunts. Yeah, I think I, I think um, Charlie Chaplin was a lot more, um, you know, had a lot more melancholy in his thing, and it was a lot sadder, wasn't it? He's coming. I just think his pratfalls and his actual physical comedy mm. cannot be beat. Mm. And I. Yeah, that's the thing. I think uh, Chaplin pr- probably actually overstates things, whereas Buster Keaton just goes to show how, how little you have to do, but how right you have to do it, just in order to get a little bit of emphasis. Um, and when your face is projected that big on a screen that size, you know, just him 
blinking once conveys so much mm, really yeah. but also you know just watching watching the gen- general in particular because it's got so much movement in it whether it's the trains the the tracking shots no, that, that's which for the, the time were the, the, amazing the, the, oh the, the scene with the cannon which, which was an incredibly dangerous shot to do and I don't mean <laughs> just a shot as in a shot of him but I mean yeah film wise no absolutely amazing um, and uh, yeah I absolutely recommend um, anybody checking out Buster Keaton but my, my view is and this is probably this probably ring true with you guys um, we kind of grew up on a few of those uh, clip shows mm. like Make Him Laugh and, yeah. and, and things like Harold that Harold yeah, yeah um, which, which is all very good and it showed you like a couple of minutes worth of clips but mm. you don't get the full impact unless you've sat down and watched the full film um, because then at those big payoffs at the end they, 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 they're even bigger than before um, so yeah that's my top tip well it's right though because I had the same kind of thing with City Lights Chaplin City Lights growing up I never saw bits of it and I thought what's all that about and then I saw the property and thought oh my god it's a masterpiece <laughs> and the other thing I've been catching up on um, is my new little favourite indulgence is um, <laughs> it's not a coconut it? no it's not a coconut <laughs> it's, it's Richard Briers and Peter Egan oh no um, in ever decreasing circles ah. which in the mid '80s, you could have probably put down as a middle of the road um, pedestrian sitcom, but watching it again now, yeah. it's like a total psychological profile. Yeah. It's brilliant. I um, think you're probably so, right there because it's a bit like the way that I think when we were younger, maybe you're a bit younger than us, but it was everything was it was the young ones or alternative comedy and things like that. You never watched, did you? Mm-hmm. I would no, no. never have watched. It's like oh, the young ones, yeah. well, you no. know, Butler. That's what I want. I want people hitting each other and you know, jokes about politics even though I didn't understand politics. Yeah. And then kind of comedies like that, like Fresh Fields and all them. Oh. So I think not ever watched no, them. you see, there's the, the, when Richard Bryce suddenly passed away, there was quite a big Twitter campaign. I think it was, if I'm right, led by Ricky Gervais, hmm. uh, who uh, turned around and was, was, was petitioned, because you knew full well that you was going to get the, you know, the good life stuff going on, which I, I, I am a huge fan of the good life. I always, I love watching it. It doesn't matter when it comes on. One, I think it's such a great ensemble of, of, of a cast. But um, every decrease in circles, what was so good about that programme is the lovable Richard Byers from The Good Life, who actually think about Tom was Tom Good was not a nice mm. character anyway. Mm. His character in Every Decrease in Circles is so irritating. But he's irritating because of the fact that he has his routine and he's one of these people who doesn't like his routine being knocked. I saw one the other day and and hopefully you'll be able to fill us in what it is, but he has I think a load of people coming around to his house or some women coming around to his house or he's going to go on a coach or something didn't happen right and they all end up going over to Peter Egan's house yes. and he's the sort of like the, you know, the, the fun guy of that and he gets so annoyed to the point where he almost wants to ruin it for them mm. because they're having such a good time there. I, I remember watching uh, Every Decrease in Circles not because of Richard Bob, but because I'm such a huge fan of Peter Egan because Peter yeah. Egan was um, in Callum ah. the movie it was in the movie because yeah. I love the movie. He played like, like, in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the movie's fantastic. Going back slightly to what we were talking about earlier on, this was the email that we not the email. So this was on our Facebook um, page from uh, Robert Kruger, and he said, "Might be a silly question, but have you considered or have you already done waffles about to the man of Born, ah. <laughs> the Vicar of Dibley? Are you being served 
As time goes by, <laughs> or oh, Miami Vice. As time, well, that's, a, that's an eclectic I was going to say, this is a strange thing. Uh, right? which, which really, I was reading that going, oh, Robert, uh, no. Um, I love Miami Voice, but let's be honest about it. We did. All you could talk about is the clothes and the yeah. boats and the cars. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't about the story, was it? Uh, and uh, But then he turned around and said, I know you tend to do your favourites, which is cool. I'm suggesting these as they are my favourites. Um, or maybe even the films of Charlie Chaplin. So as you said, uh, I think we are going to do one of those. So Pete, if you'd like to come in on that one as well. Like, yeah, because I think you could do about the whole world of it, because I think there's so many films they made. Yeah. They've made hundreds of mini films. You, know, you can't do every Chaplin film. You'd be doing it in... Yeah, and also with Chaplin, uh, there is a bit of a similarity throughout... Uh, every single one of his uh, films, to be fair, uh, unlike Laurel and Hardy, uh, which of course we've, we've done. done That's what we can't do. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, before we crack on, we have some uh, emails. And uh, yes, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I have a guess who it's from. Who is it? It's, it's like, only Bob K. Oh, Bob oh K. no. Uh, again. Have you, yeah, you heard these uh, messages? <laughs> I've been enjoying them. Uh, and here we go. Uh, once again, I've edited out my replies so you get just Rob. <laughs> Hello, Waffles. Hope you and the Mad Dog Face Kelly aren't getting flooded. How long Kelly been called Mad Dog Face? School nickname, One Star Waggle. Why don't you do a show about Coronation Street Waffles? I love it. Reg Holdsworth is my favourite. My, <laughs> my trace is still a bit scratchy and I've got a cold. I like Blackadder. Bang, 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 bang. Have either of you been to China before? I've never been there, Waffles. Do you think I should grow a beard? Aye, man. Does Peter like the funky Brewster Waffles? Thank you for Rob. These are very bizarre. These are very bizarre messages, aren't they? Is he not English? I don't know. I don't know. It's nice to have a fan, though, isn't it? It is nice. I just wish you'd... Which we know what actually was on about, but it's amazing. Well, I have to, I he's have created to... that from his mind, it's amazing, right? Well, I have to correct, I have to correct uh, <laughs> some of his words as well, but uh, following that, we have one from uh, Jamie Renex, who's also on our Facebook page, <laughs> so we can see what you look like. Uh, dear Waffle On, Waffle, 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 Penguin. Blackadder goes forth, not Baldrick the bladder, whoop whoop de whoops. Gotta praise the Lord. Congratulations on being nice. Enjoy the curry. Ling long sing song bill. Intelligence here. Waffle is not Asian, but British. I enjoy taxis, but prefer pillows. I'm not Harry Potter, but smell like a human. Kind regards, JR. These are really bizarre looking messages. I'm liking this. Like, all your followers appear to be like broken androids. Yeah, you're going to say, don't actually make any sense what they're saying, because if it's amazing. No. It's amazing, but. Well, please, please, please stop. So, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so let's crack on with, the, uh, with what we are talking about. So I'm going to just give out a little bit of general stuff uh, before we uh, talk about the episodes and everyone jump in, of course. I'm going to mention the actors here, so guys, let us know what your thoughts are. Okay, so uh, written by, because Blackadder goes for, uh, Richard Curtis and Ben Elton, um, starring Rowan Atkinson as Captain Blackadder, Tony Robinson, Robinson as uh, Private Baldrick, Hugh Laurie as Lieutenant the Honourable George Coffhurst, symbolic, uh, Stephen Fry as General Sir Anthony Cecil Hogmanay Melchie, really? 
<laughs> Tim McKinnon. Now I say McKinnon. It's not that, is it? It's, it's, uh, it's isn't not it? Tim McInerney. 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 I've never really heard it said. Yeah, no, I, I've never well, heard I watched it. all the documentaries over the weekend, and and um, Tony Robinson mentions Tim McInerney. We'll just say Tim uh, quite a bit as Captain Kevin Darling. Uh, Gabriel Glaston returns as Bob Parker as Adrian Everson as Baron Manfred von Richthofen uh, Vic Mayard as Squadron Commander Lord Flashart Miranda Richardson briefly as Nurse Murray and uh, I mentioned these three guys because uh, I thought they were brilliant in what they did even though they only appeared briefly with Jeremy Hardy as Corporal oh. Perkins yeah, Jeffrey yeah, Palmer as Corps Field Marshal Hay and the wonderful Stephen Frost as Corporal Jones so the cast there uh, guys anyone standing out for you out the whole of this who, st- who steals the show would you say Black Earth first well, you know, it's just so easy to say Lord Flasher, but I disagree with that. I don't think his uh, cameo is as good as it is in uh, Black of the Second. No, because it's a bit of a replay. It, it's good. It's, I watched it again the other night, and I thought, it, it's it, it, it's tr- it's trying a bit too hard. Mm. It's really good. And, you know, Rick Mayle in the 80s was God, wasn't he? Yeah. He was. But... I think it's just a bit too much, isn't it? It's a bit too much and all this woof woof and all that. <laughs> it's a bit too much and it's not all that funny. You strip away all him being loud and doing all his movements. He's not that funny. Mm. If you think of it in a second, it's really funny what he's saying. Yeah, and in, in, It's uh, still great, but yeah, I think yeah, people yeah. gone about, oh, it's the scene well, still in the, the series. I don't is, think it he, is. I think his character only comes, only is like really good. In the last scene where he's standing on the desk, in Darling's office, yeah. <laughs> that bit it, it, there seems to be something—a better connection between Flashart and Blackadder, where Blackadder was almost sort of like, mm, "Thanks for that," yeah. and Flashart actually means something to it as before, which is a bit of a. Yeah. I think it's all about Darling. This series, I think he's amazing oh, in right, it. Okay. I, do you know? I was thinking of what I watched it again the last couple of weeks, and I must have saw it 30, 40 times in my life. And I still laugh every time someone says, darling. Hmm. And I thought, how many comedies is there where the same joke can constantly be funny? It's like I was saying here about the Vic Reeves joke. Yeah. That, you twat. I, thought, I laughed every time I heard it. And I thought, darling, he's funny. Every, whoever says to him, hello, darling, or whatever, it's funny. And that was a Stephen Fry uh, addition because he it's was amazing. called uh, Captain Cartwright uh, originally. And they just said it just didn't quite work. And apparently Stephen Fry knew somebody called Darling at school and obviously remembered the person getting ripped. I mean, there is the classic episode, which I'm sure we'll talk about if we don't talk yeah. about it now, where um, uh, Melchie, you know, is looking forward to going out with Georgina. <laughs> yeah, and he's yeah. practising, because he's saying, oh, my darling, I, I, want, to, I want to cover you in pepper and sneeze all over you. you know? and that is like, classic you know, British humour as well, isn't it? Someone talk about something that's really about something else. Again, t- uh, <laughs> yeah, classic British. Uh, he couldn't get rid of the tick for two months after filming. Bloody hell. Yeah, he couldn't get rid of it. It became second nature to him. But it, it I always wonder if Alistair Darling gets it a lot. Probably. Um, hopefully, hopefully, yeah. You'd have thought so, wouldn't you? Whatever Alistair Darling gets, it's, <laughs> it's, it's not enough. <laughs> no, <really. laughs> uh, Pete, who do you think is the so Kelsey's uh, darling? Yeah. Um. Ah, oh, I, I find it difficult to pick out a performance. Really, I think it's it's because that they're all working together as such an ensemble, as you mm. say. Um. And, and by this point, they were quite comfortable with you know, knowing where they were, know, knowing what was happening with the script, um, putting in a lot more of their own points. Um, the the big impression I was left with, though, um, just with regard to the series as a whole, um, is I, I watched two episodes very recently just to mm, catch up. Yeah. The thing that 
throws it for me isn't what I thought about um, Blackadder 2 um, which was the really quite um, antiquated uh, staging mm. you know because it was looking very very theatrical at this point this one's got better sets they've got more, more money it's, yeah, it's yeah. great mm. um, the thing that throws this one completely off for me is the laughter mm. oh really because well, he's filmed in front of a live audience isn't it, it is it is um, but the laughter and especially individual people laughing mm. um, you mentioned the scene where Flash really is really loud person laughing all the way through it isn't there where Flash is standing on the yeah, desk she's, we can hear it really loud there's yeah. one individual person who's braying yeah <laughs> um, and I think yeah it's it's very difficult because you've got a time you've got a script and you've got a receptive and happy studio audience yeah. um, the thing I find difficult is the fact that that laughter is so loud and so brief um, and it crashes so many of the lines mm-hmm. um, that's the thing that really stood out for me because I was thinking well I can't have watched this for 15 years yeah. probably because I watched it so as you say 30 times yeah yeah you lost it growing yeah, yeah. Um, but that's the one thing that jumps out for me as you know the, the, the thing I, if anything I would change about the series um, in terms of the characters you know they're also lovable which is what makes the final yeah. section which what, we, were, we, so, were, we were talking about this last week weren't I when I said to you didn't I want to watch it one thing that come to me was it's a bit when you think about it now you, we're in a time now of comedy in different ways you've got Kirby enthusiasm or Seinfeld all these things where it's not about the joke it's about everything else with Blackhead it's a build up for his line build it up for his line. Mm. But do you know what I mean? But and I'm not saying it's a negative. And I thought, now I want the comedy different than that. I want it funny all the while. Not a bit. Here we go. He's going to say his really classical line now. He'll say the, some quip. The trouble with doing that, though, is the fact that you end up losing an arc of a programme if you just have, you know, fun, 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 fun. And you end up ultimately finding out if you're going to do that all the time, then sooner or later, you're going to screw up and you're not going to have a fun line. And if you're having fun, 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 and you've got a crap line in the middle of it or a crap joke, mm. it will kill the best of it. You can't have that. You need to still have a good structure of story, in my opinion, for it to be, for it to be a yeah. good comedy program. And, you know, we were talking about House of Falls the other day. All right, now you know for a while that if you don't like Vicar and Bob Mortimer, you're not going to like that. Did, did, you, watch, did you watch Case of Falls? I haven't yet. That's an uh, omission, I have to say. Um, I will, because mm. I, I like Vic and Bob. I, I, I really didn't get the first set, the first bits of Vic, Vic Reeves. I just kind of yeah. missed, mi, missed the boat on that, mm. Big Night Out and all yeah. that. Um, but I'm attracted to it because of Matt Berry. Matt, Matt Berry, Berry, Matt Berry I think, steals the show. I mean, we we have by, I mean, we love it, don't we? But it's there definitely... has been some oh, no. really poor episodes in oh. it. But that's coming though, isn't yeah, it? It's you, pretty you know, impossible. You and you know, I think even you were saying this even in Black I know we're going to go through it now. There is definitely weak. I think you notice it more from a distance, don't you? From afar, like I said, having that break from it, and you watch it back home. I remember watching this and laughing. For thirty minutes every week, mm. and now it's like yeah, it's not it's not that funny a joke really. It's just because the way he says it, mm. and that's what I'm saying. I think I'm not saying it's a negative thing. I'm saying in a way he dates it. I thought if they're doing Blackadder now, they would not do it like that. Mm. It would not be built for every fun line is from mm. Blackadder says I, every great line. I think they would. 
No, I don't like I said. I, I think otherwise it would be because really that can. Be I think it's more too. ensemble now. I just think it'd be more ensemble now. I think there'd be more funny people in it. Like it'd be more like the way like um, I'm saying like a lot. Then I hate that. Do you want me to edit those out? Yes. Just put it on the blooper reel. <laughs> it's like Marty Bush, Ricky Gervais, The Office. Right? It's not just him who's funny. Everyone's funny in this. Mm. A lot of Baldrick is there just to get the joke away. And could, you know, I thought, could you replace Tony Robinson? Yeah. yeah. You could replace Tony Robinson. Oh, no, I think you could. I do. Name an outstanding in Black Hat of Fourth that you think, yeah, that's his voice, Baldrick's voice. The You're going to do. Scenes. Do what? The final scenes. Name your, what, for five other episodes and he's just standing around. The opening scene. But, but, but I'm saying now it'd be more it'd be more funny lines yeah, in it for me. Yeah, but you, I know, I'm not I, saying he's a negative. Yeah, yeah, I'm just yeah, yeah. trying I, to I, say. I can see where you're coming from. Yeah. but I think that you, you know, it's called Blackadder. It's a bit like what we turned around and said our argument regarding new Doctor Who. It's called Doctor Who. Well. <laughs> I want to see the Doctor. I don't give a shit about anyone else or the companions like, of that. But it's, you know, if you call Blackadder, it's called Black. It's a bit. The only one who ever got away with that was Taggart. Yeah. <laughs> if you watch the Christmas special. That's different as well. Oh, you, I watched that thing. as well, and I thought, yeah, that moved on a bit, and it's different. There's but loads that, of yeah, people being that, funny. That is, that is a, a, a not, I'm not talking about the Millennium one. That's bloody. I'm not talking about that one. That does raise a good point, though, Kel. Um, that there's always, always, always been this question as to will there be a reunion, and I have to nail my killers to the mass and say I really hope not. No, 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 no. Yeah, we were well. Tim uh, McInerney, uh he told us that he wouldn't. Think it. Yeah. Uh, he said he wouldn't. Do it. Funny because we were just talking about this earlier on, and uh, he wouldn't do it. I mean, there was banding, you know, off ideas like the one was going to be in the sixties with the bat, the Baldrick, awful. But the one that uh, 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 so uh, Roman Atkinson turned around and said that he really wanted to do it, and I think they. Could still do, um, yeah. His idea was the one that was set in Collins, where it during the Second World War, so they'd be trying to get out. But Richard Curtis's idea was that they were all um, dons of a public school. That ain't a bad idea because he's got the ages there yeah. as well. Haven't and because then you've got you've got the whole system already set up for a good comedy series. And oh, you'd be thinking of probably like something like some Trinians or the Carry On Teacher and all this kind of stuff, you know. Or a bit like you could you could put the same scenario, you can take the exact same scenario and stick into a hospital. Because I still maintain that you since probably um, only when I laugh, you've not had a, a decent and I put the user in brackets uh, comedy series in a hospital. Well, another one supposed to be brilliant with uh, movies moving on. With um, Joe Brand. Oh, Joe Brand and uh, um, the lady is from the Is it called Moving On? Oh, Something no. like that, isn't I it? I know what you mean. Yeah, that was. That was supposed to be Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure about that. The one I would th- throw back at you, Mads, is Greenwing. Yeah. Which, yeah. which is. Scrubs, you Scrubs. Oh, Scrubs. Scrubs. Greenwing, I never liked Greenwing. I think you know the reason why. Go on. I don't like and and, and apart. I, I thing is he's warmed on me now. I do Steven quite like him. I can't stand like Stephen Manga. I like him. I hate Stephen Manga. Yet now, yeah. since since watching him in episodes, yeah. I've really yeah, yeah. I've really thought you know what actually I like. I think it's because I just didn't like his character, no, and I did like the other guy in it as well with the blonde hair. Uh, what Julian Rind? I think so. Yeah, the one who was also in. Um, Oh, it was Tomb Raider. <laughs> you can see I played the guy. Anyway, let's back up with you. So there was uh, six episodes produced, of course, by the wonderful John Lloyd. And and if anybody... We've guys, talked, about, if you, we've if talked you, about John Lloyd. If you see anywhere, amazing. anywhere where he is doing a talk, mm. let me know because yeah. I want to go. 
Oh, he's doing basically doing QI too, and he's doing that. He's on about going yeah, and talking yeah, about QI, isn't he? Edited by Richard Burden. Now, I throw in Richard Burden because he's the man responsible for the end scene, which we'll talk about later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, original run, 28th of September 1989 to the 2nd of November 1989. Um, so, you know, we all know, it. let's just skip through, we all know the fact that it's, it's set during uh, the First World War, 1914 to 1917. <laughs> 18. Um, <laughs> well, which, which could make it, I mean, I know the BBC have kind of moved away from the repeat angle since they've gone on multi-channel. Yeah. But um, I, I can see a point at which um, it would be entirely appropriate for them to stick this on as a prime time repeat. Yeah. Um, for for that generation that probably missed out in between the VHS mm. and DVD releases yeah, yeah, of Blackadder. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I'm not too sure because I don't know that many school children uh, for, 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 for legal reasons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Very topical. <laughs> yeah. Um, but... Um, I understand this is used in schools, but I'm not sure to what extent. I don't know if they just show a it's few used clips used schools, or if yeah. they use bits. Um, oh. Yeah, but I, th- I think because of the date, it's time for a, a bit of a retrospective yeah, on that. Yeah, that's it. Everything else. Uh, yeah. For those who might be listening to this as a, a repeat or next year, uh, it's of course 100 years ago uh, <laughs> since the Third World War started. Um, it would be good to have it on, and especially the way um, Cal does that program on this week, isn't it? Where there's the oh, yeah, you've got not. You've got no, I want to wind you up, Ferguson, because yeah, he's just yeah. a wind-up merchant. I like it. Man, I said, oh, I like the Blackadder version. Now, that, uh, now, that's, that, now that's Hastings, that, that is Hastings, it? I like uh, uh, Hastings. He's a great... Yeah, he's he's good just, good well, yeah, because you've got two polemic people there, have you? Now, Ferguson winds everyone up in history, the history world. <laughs> that's what like, he, some reason, I thought you'd say you have your knob. I was thinking, really? That's an What? Was this ever seen in America? You know what? I don't know. That would be interesting. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah, well, an appeal. An appeal to yeah, all Americans. Yeah, because I know they've got BBC America and all that, but I don't know if it was... It's been going for a long time, BBC America, hasn't it? A good yeah, while, hasn't well, it? Ryan Atkinson's well-known over there, but only because of Mr. B. Because of Mr. B. Oh, for God's sake. Uh, um, yeah. Well, yes, any Americans listening? Yeah, yeah it's very interesting. Uh, get in touch yeah. and. Because I know the first one was not such a big deal for them over there. It's not. It's not. I was thinking about deal, it. Is um, it? The, the, some of the Facebook responses, uh, I think, are from Americans. So they must have watched it. Yeah, but I'd be interested to know if it's something that's kind of made it through or something that was maybe broadcast at the time. Yeah, or did they go looking for it because they'd heard about it? Yeah, because that's easy now, Because some channels in America and like Canada, they they have a tendency to run like British TV shows, don't they? It's been like Python got famous. Well, Canadian have loads of British stuff, don't they? Loads and loads of it. Um, yeah, so um, despite its initial concerns that comedy series might trivialise the events of 1914 to 1918, mainly by uh, Ben Elton's uh, grandfather, oh, uh, the series won widespread acclaim on its release and won the British Academy Television Award for Best Comedy Series in 1989. So, first episode, I'm going to read the, uh, each one of these got a little, just a little kind of thing. So if you want to throw in after I've read these, that'd be great. First episode, Captain Cook. Uh, when Field Marshal Haig unveils his new strategy to move his drinks cabinet six inches closer to Berlin, Blackadder volunteers to be an official war artist, not realising that a commission to paint a cover for a uh, thoroughly absorbent propaganda magazine, King and Country, is just a ruse for a highly dangerous secret mission. Can Baldrick's plan to become Melch's chef save him? And how much custard can one cat be 
produce. Yeah. <laughs> Cal, first ever. Well, yeah, it's got that classic line and that. Something smells fishy and I'm not talking about bald drink custard. <laughs> that bit made me proper piss myself. <laughs> you know, I was spat drink out and you know when you're laughing, it does a choking act. I thought, I had that line in about 10 years. And I thought, yeah, it's, it's a great... I think it's a great setting of the episode of the old series because you know with that one that yeah there's something a bit more serious going on in there. Mm. I think the others were all generally silly, weren't they? The Regency was quite silly, and mm. you know with this one, oh wait a minute, what, why he's trying to die? Yeah, and they never had that in the other. They never had jeopardy with the characters really, even because they never did have any jeopardy. Did that as sales man, I think. But with this one, there was jeopardy straight away, and you knew oh, mm. it, and I remember when I first saw this, I was kid, oh, is he a coward? I don't really like a character character. Then when it was the first one, I was 15, and I saw that, I thought he's a bit of a coward. Mm. I was brought up where you supported the army, yeah. and you couldn't slag off. I was a proper army kid, weren't I? I loved the army, I was obsessed with the army. Thought I was going to go in the army, and I thought, I don't know what you're proud about. Cowards, he's a bloody coward. And then, but with that, you have, oh yeah, because he's scared. Mm. It's not being a coward, it's called being scared. It's more, it's more like um, Blackadder 2, actually, really. Because he's constantly scared like that because of Queen Elizabeth. You know, yeah. Like that, yeah. Yeah, she'd lop anybody's head off um, at any time, yeah, really. Yeah. So, yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, as you say, Kel, that, that, that the the scared aspect, could, you know, by the time you get around to episode six, you know exactly where everybody stands. Um, mm. And that's shoulder to shoulder, really. But, but yeah, it's... It's in getting to there that you yeah. do see all of these characters develop, even even as you say, Darling. And I'm coming, I'm coming around to your theory that the character arc for Captain Darling is really probably one of the more, more interesting ones. Isn't it, it is. I think I said. Yes, I think that, you know. It's in Ronakis and Blackadder. It's got all the great lines. Yeah, we all know that, right? Mm-hmm. And you can quote them and that. But it's his performance because he he starts off confident, doesn't he? And then he, he knows himself that he's going to end up. With him, well, and, yeah, 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 there's a lot yeah. of destiny about in Blackadder goes forth. I think there really is, and I, I, that's what I like about his character that he knows mm. he knows he's not going to get away with it. He's tried everything, and he thinks he's clever, but he knows, and he knows for a while that Malchi does. He, he's going to yeah. use him just like you everyone see, now, else. My, my, now, my, my, I, I really do agree with you as well, with darling. Because I think uh, Tim's. Um, Acting in this, he is just fantastic. I, I, I really enjoy watching Stephen Fry as, as Malchip because, as we were saying earlier on about silent films, conveying your, your role using your face is incredibly important. And Stephen Fry as Malchip is just absolute sublime. Well, what we were saying earlier about this, about his age, weren't we? Yeah, he was in his late 20s at this point and, and he's playing somebody in his 60s. And, but I it's mean, believable, there, 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 is, there is one scene which, for and it's, it's, it's there's nothing going on. It's when he, Blackadder walks up to the map and he opens the slap <laughs> and he's just there. And he's like, yeah. and he, the anger and the, the accusational look on his face it cracks me up every time. I could have that screensaver yeah. because I love it. But my, my, my I, I think the person who blows it away in the whole DC series is he's actually Bulgy, is is Tony mm. Robinson because of who he represents. He's representing the working class. You know, the classic of the time, but the working class man. He's definitely the most and there's in political character. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But this is a pure satire. This is a satire. And, 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 and some of his lies that he says, you know, is obviously he's, he's putting his bullet of his name on, you know, because, <laughs> you, you know, paying the reason. I wrote, I wrote down a couple of notes, and, and um, yeah, you said the one earlier on about Baldrick's apple crumble. George <laughs> being incredibly excited about going over the top. Now, I, I don't know, I think we talked about this the other day, but 
the the recent program Jeremy Paxman has done on the I think it'll be fantastic. We both it's that Pete. I've got the first one down. Um, Amazing program. The rest are on the queue. Yeah, we we yeah. both agreed that it shouldn't have been four. It should have been at least six episodes. Because uh, so in a way, there's the, so so, there was so much more they didn't even talk, talk about called, the world war. Yeah, it, it, it also because one of the criticisms of the Black Adder is is that they say like you know we're constantly saying that the people in charge religious and you know what they're doing. Obviously, that's not true. They're picking Melcher on this because it's it's uh, you have to keep it as a sublime story kind of now then, soldier, do you love your country? Certainly do, sir. Do you love your king? Certainly don't, sir. Then why not? My mother told me never to trust men with beards, sir. <laughs> Excellent native cockney wit. <laughs> you about this, there's that great myth in the war, weren't it, that, that uh, you know, it was only the working class people who died. It said four out of five came back. Fitter health and edu- better educated than never been. Seventy-five mm. percent uh, of the aristocracy got wiped out. I'm talking the lower aristocracy, yeah. not the ones up top. All yeah, the yeah. this is why most people have to sell all the houses. Mm. Danton Abbey touches on that, doesn't he? I don't watch that. It does program. actually? Yeah. But that's yeah. all about that, isn't mm. it? That a lot of these families were decimated after the fall. Then they didn't have to sell the houses. But it's this big myth that it was only the working class, mm. the Tommy, the officers were at the front. Yeah, they were, were, leading, the they were leading the charge. Yes. Yeah. But there's a great there's a great link to the to a comedy line there where, where Blackadder throws George's helmet in the uh, the sky and it comes down bullet ridden. Yeah. And the next minute you see George walks in with just some barbed wire on his helmet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's only something he can easily well, miss that. It's, but it's a brilliant uh, bit of comedy writing. Well, he's scared, really, George, isn't he? That's well, yeah, that comes he's really, right, really yeah. scared. Uh, the, the, the interesting thing is that, just to say that that enthusiasm I think comes from the, the, the nice things you pick up about George is that he loves his little comic books. I mm. mean, he's, he would be he would have been an eagle reader, yeah, wouldn't yeah. he? It's that it's that kind of enthusiasm. You know, the Brook Bond Book of the Air. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's it, it's that kind of enthusiasm. Was that famous poem? Mate? I can't remember that famous poem about about dining back and that play up and play up. Mm. Isn't that and that's all? That's what that's all about, isn't it? That they. It was an adventure, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was yeah, an adventure. Yeah, well, it was, yeah the, you know, the schoolboys' adventure, and you know the the, the spy kind of stuff. Mm. Um, obviously, the yin and the yang. There's a note where uh, there's a Uncle Bertie. The Uncle Bertie says, "Hi, right, do you think that now? Do you think that was a, when was Jeeves and Worcester done? Oh gosh, um, it was around that time, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm just wondering if that's like a little bit of an in joke <laughs> to to like Chilabi. Uh, I'm not sure. The, well, the, the only in joke I can think of is is um, General Hospital, which we'll come on to oh, right, okay. later. Right. Uh, damn you! Damn and blast your goggly eyes! <laughs> I don't know why. Let's find out. It's really funny. Yeah. It's really funny. Um, and against uh, uh, the line where I think Steve says uh, his uncle Bernie Me used to break wind for college, which, which always uh, always gets me. But a uh, brilliant opening episode, and uh, followed by corporal punishment. Um, despite problems with communications. Uh, that was for Nigel there, I think. Uh, orders for another mission arrive and Blackadder breaches regulations by eating the messenger. With George as his lawyer in court-martial, and we've only one night to leave, can the Flanders pigeon murderer <laughs> avoid death by firing squad using Blackadder's smuggled escape kit? Gaston, Jeremy Hardy as Corporal Perkins, and of course Stephen Frost as Corporal Jones. Pete, you go first with this one. Um, yeah, absolutely lovely episode, this one. I quite like the... Um, so we looking at the the Flanders pigeon murderer. <laughs> yes, there's a there's a lovely bit. I can't remember. It might have been from one of the occasions when I had the good fortune to go and listen to Stephen Fry read from one of his books yeah. Um, yeah. and get his autograph and all that very exciting stuff. Um, but he did re- recount a story where um, he'd been he'd been just walking down the street 
Um, and from somewhere, he heard somebody shouting basically the word murderer. <laughs> and he, he carried on walking as you would after a while. And, and this chap repeated it, shouted murderer at it. And um, after a while, this guy caught up with him and said, Mr. Fry, I'm really sorry. I, you, you can't have got what I was talking about. I was <laughs> shouting Flanders pigeon murderer. <laughs> and, and he said, oh, right. Oh, I see. Oh, you're a Blackadder fan. Because... This is the thing with these people. Um, any of the cast would have learned their lines, mm. said them once, and probably watched the episodes once or twice. Mm. Versus everybody else has watched them 30 yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and to everybody else, apart from the cast, this stuff is cast in stone mm. in their heads. So it's just lovely the way that a single phrase like that will mean more to somebody in the street, yeah. and Stephen Fry will have forgotten even saying it. I think that we were saying about um, the, the Beatles, you know, they had the Grammy thing the other day, and like Paul mm. McCartney and Ringo Starr, Ringo Starr was there, and, <laughs> and you think, you know, oh, everyone wants to hear, because like, you know, the Beatles songs are so loved by people, where he goes, you know, oh, look, that, you know, but you know, you can see that Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr, they only worked together for seven years. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. Is he wings longer? Yeah, for six weeks. I mean, oh, I know he was friends with John Lennon from 50, 57, I think, when they first started playing. But, you know, commercial Beatles was only seven, eight years, eight years old. Yeah, yeah, he was in wings from 69 up to like the mid 80s. Oh, yeah. yeah, we want to hear like, you know, Ticket of Ride and Please Please Me. I'm thinking, Jesus, I've got I think you forget you know? some of these and that, but it's a job. Which is They're why, not doing which is animal why, love, are they? It's all work. Yeah. So you can't remember to, every day your job, do you? Yeah, which is why to a certain degree, I, I mean, as much as I, 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 I think you, I think you both agree with this, as much as I love Monty Python, and I do love Monty Python, mm-hmm. there, there was no way I was going to pay. You were thinking about that. You were rumming an aring, weren't you? You were rumming an aring. I wasn't, because it was one of the things, when I met Marco Palin, I've seen John Cleese with Pete, oh, yeah. and it's like I'm thinking, so, well, Terry Jones, I reckon I could probably bump into him at a castle somewhere. Terry Gilliam, you know, and Eric Cardell's just... It's not that. Do you want to go there, pay all that money, and be disappointed? That's what and, I'd and, be worried and about. And see Graham Chapman. Yeah, you know, and that's what I'd be worried about it for, is it a bit, you know, there's a certain time when, mm. you know, people laugh at the Rolling Stones for doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like... I had this with the last Red Dwarf series. Mm. Should never happened, or, you know. I, I don't. It should never happened, and I hope it's put to bed for good. It's not going to be because they get to it on where it gets bad, and then you like it then because you feel loyal, you, and that's you getting into the realm of sport then. And it shouldn't be. You should like it yeah. for what it is, yeah. not for what it wants to. But you know, we all. Everyone's going to love. Everyone's going to crack up, and it's like, but do you really want to see a seventy-year-old man? Who can't do the mid silly walks anymore? Yeah. Uh, this is what I don't. I, I but don't is it know. also going to be one of them things where? Hopefully, we prove wrong. Hopefully, we'll be yeah, proved wrong. Because I hope I'm proved wrong. I, I, I didn't. I'll end up buying a DVD because I mean I, I've got every single Monty Python film and book and everything. Going, sure, but, you're going to want to see it. That's yeah, the thing. But, and, and but will it be one of these cases where, you know, as much as Python stayed away from being a um, you know a, 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 a catchphrase. There's still his catch, right? There is that. Dead pigeons can't help it, can you? Yeah. And is it going to be the point where people are going to be shouting out the lines before it starts and all that, which could be funny to a certain degree, but or are they going to be going through just the motions or something? I don't know. I and he's going to do it for these... He's doing it for the money, John Cleese, isn't he? It's all well, about the money. Well, they are doing it for the money. So, and, and, well, I know they're, they're trying to be a bit facetious about all that, but it's like... I don't know, I want them to be doing it for the right reason. The thing is, it's, if it was new, is it going to be new stuff? I think there might be. That's what I'm interested in. Yeah, but I've yeah. seen them do they're something. They're going to do cheap. Yeah, well. yeah, that's, that's the they thing as well. They did the new stuff when they did that uh, show, which was about 10 years ago, I think it was, and they added new stuff then. 
and it, it wasn't very good. But it, it's really. past its time. It's, no, it's, it's in the 1960s. Years. You mean you can't yeah, yeah, it's not of its time. It's, it's an interesting parallel with 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 Python. This in, in in terms of you know, would you bring either of them back um, fully fledged? Really, but um, the thing I wanted to check with you guys is um, what's what's the difference in 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 general conversation? What's the, what's the difference? Do you think between somebody who'll quote Python mm. and somebody who'll quote Blackadder? Mm. And I, I, I think there is a difference. There, there is, is a difference. I think general yeah. people black at it, so it's a, you know they want to be cleverer, don't they? There's a lot. There's definitely, I think, that in there. I think. Well, you say you don't hear so much of it now, though. It has gone away, hasn't it? You, but don't you think that Python Python's huge in America, so there's more of a worldwide acknowledgement to Python. So it's more of a thing that's always being quoted in any interview when you see someone go, "Oh, what was your influences when you were growing up?" Oh, it was Monty Python. Oh yeah. So that's you're cool. always going to have, "Oh, what was your favourite sketch?" Oh, it was the cheese shop sketch. We so so sketch or that. There's something with Blackadder, I suppose. It is a it is a program which is it is in essence a small British program. Yeah, there was certainly a point where it was it was very out of vogue indeed. Mm. Um, there's there's a, a lovely bit in in Peep Show, yeah, where Mark's um, trying his luck with one of the ladies in in the show, and um, he actually says, "Do you like Blackadder?" Yeah, and you just think, "Oh no, your heart sinks," and you think. Why did you even say that yeah. to, a, to a girl? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. I, I, it's a very male environment as well, Blackadder, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just think that both of those things have gone through different points of being in vogue, mm. and, and, and definitely there's certainly a point where if you were quoting from Blackadder, you may as well have been wearing the comedy tie and the mismatched socks and just be, yes. just be down as the office joker. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I think as well with Python because yeah, well, <laughs> nice. Um, because well, it was like thinking in Fast Show, weren't it? Colin in Fast Show, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, Colin, yeah. right? And that yeah. that that was what it was all about because we knew people like that, didn't we? It's yeah. like it's tried too hard. Yeah, it's tried oh, well, too I, hard. Later, that would be Brent from the office. Yeah, yeah. but he, he changed the character. Then anyway, I think I think I think Python Python is still big because of stuff like and whether you like it or not. But Eric Idle is very good at, at promotion, and of course we oh. spam a lot. You know, that, that became a massive West End hit. And, and I think drew a big crowd as well for people who may not have seen much of the TV series but knew the films. Yeah. I mean, the amount of that, I mean, in fact, we've done a show with the Anomaly Ladies about uh, Holy Grail. And, you know, Holy Grail in America is absolutely huge. Mm. It's big, it's their biggest film. As over it's, here, of course, the biggest part of the film is Life of Brian. Because we're right. <laughs> because we're right, yeah. Because it's a funny film. Yeah, it's so, a perfect comedy film. There you go. Well, I'll tell you I thought, though. I loved it when I was younger. I watched it very recently. It was live at the Hollywood Bowl and I didn't like it. Yeah, it's very dated. It's very dated. It's like, you know, when all the jokes come in. It's like, here you go. Yeah. And also the use, of, um, the use of swear it's, words it's too, in it. Well, it's I a bit like, like. Uh, Meaning of Life, isn't it? The way Meaning of Life sort of loses a bit pythonous because it's a bit... It's a bit too coarse, isn't it? It's it almost meaning of life. Although I do like meaning of life. No, I'm it, saying it, that, but something's coarser. Yeah, they were kind of, moving with the times, weren't they? The seventies. Well, it's and kind everything. of like that. that they're almost trying to keep up with confessions. Films. Yeah, it's like the bit with the sex scene with the teacher. Yeah, with Patricia Quinn. Yeah, it's like that bit. Now I thought they would never have done <laughs> that. that right. They never would have done that in the sixties. <laughs> they would have had been, a funnier way around. That could have been a very much a Freudian slip yeah, on that one. <laughs> they would have been funny. I think they would have been funnier about it in the sixties. Now jumping back into uh, 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 corporal punishment, there is a fantastic uh, blooper uh, reel that you can see on YouTube mm. where Stephen Fry can't get his lines out because uh, Hugh Laurie's uh, 
he's pulling faces at you. Oh. It's great, it's great. You can see it's the first that comes along bloopers. So, uh, let's jump on to Major Star. Uh, with everyone talking about the famous comedian Charlie Chaplin, Black Blackadder volunteers to organise a variety show in a hope that he will be shifted to the London Palladium. Unfortunately, Melchior has fallen in love with his leading lady, the fair Georgina, of course, played by George, guest starring Gabrielle Glaster as Private Bob Parkhurst. There's a great line out where. Um, he goes, uh, I love good old Chaplin, don't you, Cap? And Edmund goes, unfortunately, no, George. I find his films as funny as getting an arrow through the neck and then discovering there's a gas bill tied to yeah. it. That's, um, that's, that's beautiful. That, now, that's a, that's a smashing line. That yeah. is right. This other one as well. Uh, and we, I don't have any more of these. And, and ladies and gentlemen, you'll have to excuse There might not be any clips in here because I've got to get this episode out. But uh, it reminded me, because you were talking about Vikings earlier on today. Yeah. And this great line here goes, well, you're in luck, Bob. A war hasn't been fought this badly since Olaf the Hairy, chief of all the Vikings. Vikings ordered 80,000 battle helmets with the horns on the inside. <laughs> but but really, we were talking about this, weren't we, last week? And we were saying, now, is it lazy using the same joke again? Now, I was just thinking that. Is, there, is it lazy? Or is it clever? Been, things haven't been this bad since dot 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 mm. is, is, a, is a recurring line within this show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, um, it's certainly that one that it crops up again in a couple of episodes later. Um, and yeah, it's, it's a bit, it reminds me a little bit of the Space Corps directive jokes that kept cropping up. Yeah, in the yeah. Door. And that was a bit too much. It was all right. It's funny once, weren't it? Yeah. Yeah. Whereas if they start throwing in more than one per show, that really does start to throw it off. I mean, it's, it, it's, yeah, it's it's all of those similes. It's as as this as a that as, as that. There's, as loads, as. there's loads of that in it, isn't there? And there's some really creative stuff there. But part of the yeah, part of the time, just thinks, well, it's yeah, it's kind of a template. Mm. You've kind of dropped it in there. Um, some of them are beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And some just just to me, out. I just found it a bit tiresome. And this what I'm saying is like, yeah, you're waiting for the build up. Here we go. It's gonna get. It's gonna be five minutes talking, and at the end, he's gonna say that. Then he'll do it again and want to be funny. Then want to be not but so the, funny. The thing, the thing is, though, is that, I mean, like, like you know, there, there is the thing, like we were saying the other day, where when you come to be, review something or waffle about something, I'm originally going to do, um, you, you, you try and watch something almost exactly. with a slightly negative point so that you have a... Well, you're a advocate, don't you? Know, the the you I, I actually try and watch something, it's like I always say, there must, some, there must be something so sublime about, and hopefully it happens, I know some people are... Uh, 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 Tina Marie, to me, so she'd never seen Apocalypse Now. And can you imagine not, never seeing Blackadder? Or Blackadder goes forth, and you listen to us talking about it and thinking, well, are these my lines? And then going to watch it, you're going to be absolutely. Oh, no, you will. Of course you will. You'll you die when you first see it. You, you said yeah. earlier on that you've watched this around about 30 odd oh, times. Oh, ridiculous. I've, and, and, and so did you, and so and so, like, so therefore, we are going to be going, oh, well, this is a line leading up to it. Yeah. And I think that's, that, that can't be it. No, but is it, I'm not saying, but is it lazy? No, I'm, I'm I, not, I think, I but think what it's... about, don't you think that, don't you think flash art would have been, I would have had it with Rick Mayle playing Von Richthofen and I would have had Adrian Emerson doing flash art because it would have been different. That's my point. No, is I, it? I, I don't think that would have The, the Bond joke, you know, it's, yeah. it's not, you're, 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 well, if what you what saw back at the... What about then having flash art as German. Well, this is it. Anything. This is what I'm saying. It would have been, I just think it's so... Because I think Adrian Edmondson's just not using it. But I sort of like him in it because he, he underplays it. 
I would have liked to see Rick Mayo underplay that character mm. instead of being big like he was in Black Adam Second. But as, as Rick Mayo has said, Rick Mayo is. Well, they couldn't stop him. Could they? they couldn't stop he him. Could he's just a walking yeah. ego. We said they just stood back and did it, didn't they? Yeah. And that's one, but is it, like, is it lazy? You know, is it new writing or is it like we know what they're like? We can get like Red Dwarf was very much like that. No, they know now, no, don't they? They can put certain things in. Bring out Dwayne Dibley whenever there's a lull in it. Bring out a Dwayne I think, Dibley. I think, that, I think that's lazy, yeah, but I don't think it's lazy. Anymore. But this one's saying I'm putting it out there as a question: Is it lazy? Do you think it's lazy? Um, I I think there are certain bits where you know they're, they're using that particular sentence construction. And it's worked extremely well for them before. It's the it's the line of um, we jock poo pong McClop. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, it, it, it's it, funny. It's a funny line, but it kind of reminds me a bit of um, oh, some some bits in Blackadder Two. I mean, mm. Mistress Ploppy is the obvious example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. There's a few bits that just reach a bit too far. Yeah. Um, but do you think that's I more of say, a, though, a delivery key though, because of? I know it's I know it's certain words that lone uh, actors have to say because he's, he's got his stammer. His reason like Bob, and also yeah, which is why a, which is why the line Battersea Dogs Home was changed to Crufts. Mm. The problem being Crufts didn't exist when he said it. Yeah, mm. um, which is which you know, yeah, fine yeah. and forgivable. And I think a lot of this does come from over familiarity with the script as well. Mm. But equally, if you if you saw it written down, if, if I get you know I've got the book of scripts, so, so, I'll have yeah, to yeah. have to go and look and say. Uh, is that really set out quite like that? Mm. Um, in which case, you kind of think, well, that is that's a laugh point. Mm. Yeah. Um, and you, know, you can't fault the writers because it's worked for them before and it's worked for them again. But yeah. and it's the diehard fans that notice. I suppose it's also like yeah, you, we you, see because we notice it. But honestly, with the Bob joke, <laughs> I, I, I saw well, that. We'll, and talk, we'll gr- talk. We'll talk. Yeah, about yeah. That, like I said, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, yeah, it's kind of isn't it? But I find, um, yeah, I find the Bob thing. Doesn't work. It's not because, funny because I, I think I did. I like John funny. here. Yeah, Bob. Um, yeah, da, da, da. I think I put in Bob. I'm over notes. I put Bob clearly a woman. See, yeah, what? yeah. In the second, yeah. in Black Adam too. Oh my, we know that you know Bob is a woman because we've seen the we've seen the build up to the character at the beginning yeah. with the father who wants to wants to be a prostitute. Yeah, in this one, there's nothing to hide the fact because right. you know you already. That's it. It's not even played like it's a secret, yeah. and that's what I don't like about thinking. Even if you ask them now, if they could go back, I I think deep down they could do something better with that Bob in in this one, not in not in the Black and the Second. But I go to Bob, Bob, they could have done something better with yeah, that character. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit they bring it out. They just don't you don't really use it. Do they? Yeah, they bring I mean, it just, just somebody to kiss Flasher. Yeah, I mean it's like when you, I mean I agree as well with some of the things you say about that. I mean I like the build up, and I, I think it's, it's worth, and I think it what makes the show. But there is the fuck the the the, the fox you know the. the Cunning fox who went to the university or something. I think that was the second. Yeah. Here they say um, we need a bit of a stick, like sticky the sticky, sticky and got stuck like on a sticky, sticky bump. You know, which which I think is equivalent to the yeah. fox line. Do you know what I mean? Where it's like the, the cunning, you know, cunning as a fox who you know. I don't no, know no, that's it. it. Yeah, that's it. I just think I, I think it sort of dates it a bit because I don't think you'd ever have a comedy now like this. Where they did that all the while for like episode after episode after episode, it was someone being really clever and funny all the while. I think you know, like I think Seinfeld changed all that. Where it was like, oh well, we don't have to do that. We can just talk and be funny. You don't have to set it up like it's some great theatrical line. I'm not saying this is a negative thing. I'm just trying to see if I watched it now. I was 16 years old, and I watched that. I'd think 
this is quite old-fashioned comedy, isn't it? Yeah. You see, I don't like Seinfeld. Kirk! Because it's like, it's a lot, but then again... Kirk! Are you a Kirk fan? It's changed comedy, hasn't it? You, I, no, I don't... Because obviously I, I've only seen... You I've need seen to watch it, it's Kirk, amazing. I saw one the other day. Now, I don't know if it was from an episode or whether it was the special... Where Ricky Gervais is, I know. Uh, it's is, one of the best episodes. It's a dinner party. It's a great episode. That is fantastic. He brings his DVD, doesn't he? And he's brings some bread. Yeah, really. But the comedy in that. But the comedy in the comedy curb. It wasn't a. There wasn't. There was never a story. He'd be just bumming around at the beginning and end up in trouble with Jeff. Mm. That's what it was. It's such a great. And I'm thinking, there's no big setups of him doing big things like that. He ended up losing his temper. And I'm thinking it sort of dates it. You could say, yeah, these are public school boys. Mm. This is public school boy humour. Because they've, they've obviously done this uh, on stage, haven't they, for Footlights. And it's very much like a Footlights comedy. And I was thinking now, there wouldn't be like that anymore. Yeah, but... interesting what the Footlights were like now. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's as well, as I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think it's as, as... It's not as got the... Yeah, I mean, I think... Who were the last ones from who were really big? I think it was like Mitchell Mitch and Webb, weren't it? Yeah, Richard A. Ruddy. Yeah, and his comedy is really different, isn't it? Yeah, David Mitchell handed over to Richard A. Ruddy, but that was 95, 96. Yeah, no, you see, I have a bit of an issue with David Mitchell. No, no, I don't... Yeah, but no. yeah, but Peep like, Show in twenty but, but years will be like Black Lives Black and Black. No Peep Show, like, do they? That's my problem. It's Jesse's. You said no, they, they don't. Yes, they don't like Peep Show. That's why but, I don't. Now, the, you, yeah, but it's like saying it's like saying Frank Sinatra's crap because he never wrote any of his own songs. He's a mate. <laughs> Elvis was terrible. No, but that, that's, no, I don't think that's. that's yeah, like, like, yeah, but it's like what you said about Jasper Carr. We yeah. laughed and laughed and laughed like oh, no, with Jasper that was Carr. disappointing. Until you find out the fact that he didn't write an awful lot of his, you know, his comedy. The fact that he was like by Punt and Dennis. Yeah, why you were laughing at that in the first place? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's uh, yeah. I, I do think, that, and I, I, well, I do say that I think David Mitchell's overrated, and I think uh, I think that program on Channel Four that he does with um, Charlie Booker says it all. Like the oh no, no, no. Yeah, oh. yeah, but I think that was about contracts. Yeah, I think he's stuck there. Right? Anyway, but anyway, but yeah. the point is, I think it's an interesting thing to look at now. If you're a younger person who's never seen it, I'd love to see what, what do we you... do. The thing is, we do have we do have a, a lot of younger. Yeah, it's the thing about it. If you've yeah. not, so I think most people. The thing is, if you live in Britain, most people have bloody seen it, now Because you're brought up with a certain. Things aren't, yeah. Like now, it's probably the office and that isn't Phoenix Nights. If you've heard about it all, you know, you've heard about it for ages. So you just grow up with it. And I, I think, I can't imagine there's many out here because in, into comedy are not seeing Blackadder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the thing. I mean, I think a lot of people's introduction to it will have been, you know, dads quoting it or, yeah. or something like that, <laughs> which, it, good, yeah. which, it, which is, you know, just. It may not be the best introduction to it because he'll always think that that's a little bit. A little also, bit sad, also so. looking yeah. at this, this 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 was released in 1989, and I'm trying to remember that. And wasn't Vickery's big night out in 1989? It was. Yeah. We weren't into that. We've said that we weren't into that beginning. Though. We do admit that. Oh, was about a, no, 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 no. We was big night out. We was big night out. We um, I because it was you, Tommy. You got to watch the phone. Um, we both didn't like the first episode. Because we didn't know if it, was, if it was meant to be like and it wasn't until the second episode. <laughs> it was like when you first saw Alan Partridge, weren't it? Like, because, you know, yeah, we didn't know about anything else. And yeah. it's like, is that meant to be real? Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Anyway, uh, let's jump on to a private plane. Uh, despite Blackadder's loathing of the arrogant flying ace Lord Flashheart, <laughs> Blackadder, Baldrick, and George volunteer to join the Royal Flying Corps, unaware that their nickname, the Twenty Minuters, refers to their average life expectancy. Yeah, after, not not the time they've got the plane the before they land. <laughs> uh, after Blackadder and Baldrick crash their plane behind enemy lines, they are captured by the Germans, including a rather camp Baron von Richthofen, and must prepare for a fate worse than death. It's time it mail as Lord Fashion and Adrian Simpson. It's what I was saying to you, weren't I? That I didn't realise what that was about until I watched that Paxman programme, and I said everyone was worried about the Germans... Uh, you know, being very overly sexual with people, weren't they? And raping nuns and all that. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't realise what that was about. And there was on about that they were spreading rumours and they were, you know, Matahari and all that kind of thing. And that's what that's all about. And I, when I, last time I saw it, I didn't get that. Mm. I, I laughed and I knew sort of what it was about. But I thought, I wonder what, why they're saying he's a bit of a pervert. Yeah. And I thought, I thought people believe that this is what the Germans were like. Now, Bobby Nice, he's definitely clearly a woman. Yeah, that's it. it's not even it's hidden. not even hidden because she's wearing a dress. That's what I'm saying. Is it lazy? Could they've done something else with that Bob character? I don't. Yeah. I, 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 why not have done it the opposite way around? Why not have had a man dressing up as a woman? Do you know what you were talking to me about this episode? What? It's the dog fight. Well, it's not. From, it's from another film. It's and it's just the fact that he's got it's them so over aces high. Is that, is that, that is it aces high? With them the leaning out down. It's footage from aces high. It's a really terrible bit, isn't it? It's just with it. with. I mean, it's not even in sync to the person leaning yeah. out of the plane, and I'm thinking, oh god, it's terrible. It really is. I think it would have been funny after would have just had a mock up of a bloody boy plane. It probably would have been funnier because you, you knew about really. it. Really, they are referring to the missing hen. The yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> my cat. My 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 first. Um, Your first speaking wasn't the first. Wasn't the first film I shot. But it was the, my first ever on <laughs> Oh no, it was at the coffee shop sketch. Yeah, grieving that one, but, uh, uh, but yeah, no, about yeah, it, right? yeah, yeah, I do like I do like the life the when they're looking at the land that they've taken because oh. actually it's a it's a it's one to one scale. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Isn't that it? Um, I, yeah, I actually think this is a really weak episode actually. Well, like I said, it's Which all about, about it's all about. Like they said, you remember in your head, it's there. It's Rick Mail in it. Rick Mail's amazing in it. It's, it's so funny, Rick Mail. It's the Rick Mail episode, and 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 especially because it's Flash and it's Bob, you really get the point. At this at this point, this is the greatest hits reel, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's yeah. a good way. And it's the middle that. episode. Which they always say if you're going to put a poor episode in, throw it in. The it's middle. the it's always in the middle, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But it is, it's not, it's still funny, isn't it? It's still funny. Mm. It's just that when you've saw all black, it's the black it's a bit tiresome. It's like, yeah, we know the joke. Yeah, yeah, we know what Flash does now, don't we? I would like to have been a lot more meek. It would have been different to, but they couldn't control really Rick Mail around him, Tom. He was fucking mental around him. Yeah, that's true. I think the, the, the interesting thing is where, is where Flash and Von Richthofen meet. Mm. And, you know, Flash doesn't say a word to him apart from when he shoots him. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I kind of think, well, you know, that these guys have got so much chemistry and so much physical energy when they're on screen together. It makes me wonder what else they could have done yeah. with Flash and Von Richthofen in a room together. Yeah, it's funny uh, where they played in mute at the end, where it would have been easier. To, it would have been funnier to have him mute at the beginning, and he was a really quiet, shy type. And when he mm. met him, he exploded. Now, there's a there's a line here as well where we, after he shoots him, where I you know, like you're saying, you wouldn't be able. Could you get away with it now? Now, doesn't he call him? A puff. He sh- no, he, he does. He shouts, "What a puff!" Yeah. Well, let's puff. go. Yeah, yeah, let's go. Now, 
I think it's a funny line. It's a funny line. I, I, I don't know. No, you wouldn't know, never many people would no. get overly no. offended yeah. by that because of, because of what the character is. Is it like an over-sexualized, heterosexual, big man kind of thing? But I mean, could you, could you, could you get away with that way now, no, really? Uh, like, again, although, again, if you've got a character... You'd have to catch just within the character. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, no, I'm not sure. Right. I'm not sure because would it be funny? Could, I suppose because the second that you decontextualized it and stuck it in a broadsheet and said in this sitcom yeah. a an overly heterosexual character shoots another character for yeah. being a puff, mm. yeah, that does really sound a bit massively yeah, yeah. wrong, doesn't it? Yeah. And, and and that's all you need to say about it to get it um, to get it na- on on the national. Um, platform mm. because at that point you'll get politicians re- having read that who haven't even seen the show which yeah. is the then the BBC say cut it out anyway that's what no, they do these days I was watching a program the other day just just saying things that I, I, you don't generally expect and um, it's a program called The Taste on Channel 4 with uh, um, with Nigella, Nigella Lawson mm. and uh, Anthony Oh, Dan. Thanks, Cal. Uh, I was going to say the bottom there because we were talking about yeah, it was um, <laughs> and, uh, and the French one uh, Ludum but there's one bit where where uh, Andy Bourdain's standing there and he's got his hands scratched and goes look at him over there um, uh, the cheese eating surrender monkey yeah. <laughs> and you know I, I, had to, I, had to, I was enjoying a nice gin here at the time and I literally I know it's a joke that people say but I did literally yeah, yeah. choke on it because I was thinking one, I what I never thought I would hear, ever hear anybody call another a friend. Well, you're allowed to be racist against a monkey. Well, you're allowed to be sitting allowed to be racist against the French. It's not a problem. <laughs> is it, is that, is, you can not, say what you want about yeah, the French, which, which is not sorry, well, sorry, Adele. But I mean, no, it's, it's, wrong. Wrong. it's wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong. But but now, one clearly they get on anyway because uh, they, they've done it, this program in America anyway, and he's quite vicious. I mean, he's automatically what you'd stereotypically as a think of as a French chef. Yeah. He's an angry man and he wants stuff done now and he's, he doesn't care at all. He's, got he's quite stuff. small. He's quite yeah, small yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's very angry. As he's Yet, is it more funny because the fact it's come from an American who says it? Now, you wouldn't get Nigella Lawson say it, well, you wouldn't get her saying it anyway, but if you had like, could, could Gordon Ramsay say that? No. Probably on an English not, television program, yeah, I not the American way, no, 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 no. That does remind me, though, of the, the, the another of those kind of slightly lazy bits of writing where you're talking about the French. Mm. Yeah. And something else that crops up in Black Adder. Oh, well. it's so yeah. simple, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. As, as happy as a Frenchman who's invented a pair of self-removing trousers. Yeah. That's Black Adder <laughs> third. Um, uh, I think as happy as a Frenchman who's just moved in next door to a brothel or something like that. Yeah, is, yeah. It, it, is the line in Black Adder goes forth. I mean, it's it's just again, it's. It's one of those kind well, of easy stereotypes. stereotypes. Yeah, it's stereotypical. I mean, a mash do that quite a bit. Yeah, well, these are petty. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I think yeah. you know, this is the idea with this podcast is to deconstruct what we're watching. Mm. And I think sometimes you got to you take them out how funny they are. And as I said, I just think there is lazy writing in it. And I, I think, especially in this series, there's some of the cleverest writing they ever did in it. But there's also the fallback on their stereotype of being. Yeah. It's, I think you know. I think now, if this come out now, it'd be reviewed in the thing. It's like, look at this, a bunch of middle class. Uh, public school do boys you, you acting around. That, how, it isn't how, like that. How you're matter. thinking that this is that this would be reported is how me and you think of comedies like um, Citizen Khan, which I think is almost like gone back to the 1970s. I, don't, I just don't. Well, know no, it's Miranda, isn't it? Miranda, oh, well, yeah. I mean, I don't what? Miranda, but I can see why people like. <laughs> what are your What are your views on Miranda? Um, I think I, you see more of the Citizen Khan than what I have. <laughs> I've seen a bit more of Citizen Khan. I think I think it, it's it's kind of it, it's it's nicely observed mm. stuff. But um, is it funny? 
I don't know. It, 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 I, I find it. I find it a little bit embarrassing. Mm. Um, and I, th- I find it's it, it, the, the fact it has an Asian cast, which gives you a license to make yeah, Asian yeah. jokes. Right. Um, that's the difficulty. It's the point at which I know, but we, it's okay for us. We can say this. It's not coming over though in the same way. Um, as goodness gracious me did. Or, just about or even like in yeah. the uh, 90s, like I used to like Desmond's. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was hilarious. Like, I couldn't always stand half of the jokes in it, but it was funny. Yeah. That was a big... With pork pie. With pork pie. Some of the jokes were really, really about the African, you know, the Afro- Afro-Caribbean yeah. community. And they did it... For, it doesn't matter if it's funny, but the point I found with that, I watched two episodes of Citizen Car and I couldn't find the joke in it. Yeah. I, 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 you know, and I, I, I commented, I just thought, where's the joke? Yeah. Miranda was the same. Mm. What, she's walked, she's fell over. I... Yeah. I used to laugh at that when I was a kid. I would have moved on. Well, I, that's why I don't. And I, I know it, it is incredibly popular and won one of the awards at the comedy show the other day. Is Mrs. Brown's Boys? I just don't get me wrong. No, I, no, I have, there's a few things. I think it's a generational thing with that. I think there's a generational thing with that. Yeah. So a lot of older people like that, don't and, they? And 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 we both me and you have said this, and, yeah. and I will say it now. There is, there is, there should be comedy for all ranges, and 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 if that's the way that pulls it in, then fabulous and fantastic and well done. Not my cup of tea, but yes, it's got to have a. There has to be a market, and I think the older generation are, are, are don't have much of a comedy unless it's repeats. Well, sure, again, maybe, of, of, of stuff like that. And that's the thing. If if this if if stuff like Miranda and Mrs Brown Boys are success stories, it's not for us, but it is something that's being made. Yeah. Um, they are both BBC shows, they aren't are, they? Yeah. And you know, it's it's kind of thing that will generate views it'll generate the stuff that the BBC needs mm. to make occasionally the stuff that we like as well yeah and maybe um, that's what the BBC should do more of really is the fact that we pay for it and, and as again more older people pay for it than what younger people do yet right. they seem to be more obsessed with BBC free and producing really well, shit comedy no but, yeah, but the point is a lot of the, the generational comedy the younger kids well I'm not younger if you talk to an 18 or 17 or 18 year old 16, 17 year old they don't watch the TV like that anyway they're, you know, they're no. past YouTube videos ran into each other. They more likely watch that thing with Alex Zane on um, top ten video. You know, um, it's called Rootube. Rootube and oh shoot me now. Yeah, you know, it's so got glad I'm not young. No, yes, <laughs> you young whippersnappers don't know what you've got. Yeah. Anyway, so, uh, so let's, um, let's jump from uh, probably the worst episode is to I think one of the best episodes is General Hospital. Uh, a game of I Spy, and ironically, I did do this a while ago. Uh, to remember my bored little eyes. Uh, a game of I Spy goes terribly wrong when a bomb strikes Blackadder's bunker and injures George, leaving him in the care of the kindly nurse Mary wow, yeah. at the field hospital. Uh, after Melchip and Melchit and Darling in Informed Blackadder that there was a German spy in the hospital giving away their battle plans. Blackadder and Darling are sent undercover. Guest starring Miranda Richardson as Nurse Mary Fletcher Brown and Bill Wallace as Sir Bernard Proudfoot Smith. <laughs> uh, Carl, I'm with you on this one. Mm. No, no, mm. Mm. this is my weakest Ooh, episode. Really? Even weaker than the one with Flashback? No, because I said, I, I'm talking, you know. This is my laugh race show I'm going on now. Oh, not God, the, you've turned into Mark Cameron. Yeah, not the, <laughs> not the cleverest jokes or the dumbest jokes. Whatever. They, they, well, you know, when I watched it all recently, I watched six last night. Yeah. This was the one I laughed at the least. Oh, right, okay. And that's what I'm telling It's clever. It's, like I said, I used to laugh for it, but I think rewatch. I knew it too much. Mm. I think when I was a kid, I obviously watched this episode an awful lot. Mm. So now... It's just done to death. It's a bit like the I find it like the dance, like the office dance, dancing one. I used to love that episode. No, you can't, can't watch it yeah, now, yeah, yeah. but it's funny. Mm. 
And that's what I found about it. I think Ireland Miranda Richardson's is amazing in it. Oh, yeah. You know, I just, I don't know, it was just uh, the the payoff, sort of, yeah. Well, I, like, so, I, mean, I, I, I quite like the path of him, because, I mean, but, but of course, the spy was her, yeah. because it was going on before, well, that's the same, before because, George went into the hospital, you know. Uh, and because I didn't have that, I didn't know. To, yeah. yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, I know, get, get round to it, get round to it. And yeah. that's what I found with this one. Not the, you know, it was just that I think I was over-familiar with it. Because there can be a level of comedy where you're over familiar, can't that? And then it just goes past being funny. Then where you go, that's really funny. I thought, oh, did I did I actually laugh at that? Yeah. Oh, I got that. I get that with Dad's army. I think that was hilarious episode. And Emma goes, you never laughed once at it. And that's because I'm over familiar <laughs> with it. Yeah, but it's just the fact that you're just enjoying it. Yeah, you know, Pete. Well, mm. I'm just I'm just thinking in in terms of things that you're familiar with and that you will laugh at properly. Mm. Lol at. Mm. Um, I actually find myself laughing harder at old episodes of Hello, Hello. Yeah. Because there's much more physical comedy, there's much more reveal mm. comedy, there's much more, yeah, that element of slapstick in Hello, Hello. Yeah. As, as well as those kind of, those racial stereotypes, which are funny every time in Hello, Hello. Yeah, 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 that, that is Hello, Hello also uses what we were saying earlier on about the, the formatic line where you're going to build it up. And it's mainly to do with the, the, the Madonna with the boobies. And also yeah, with, the, with yeah. the, the two Englishmen, where you know you, you can almost guarantee the set. They'll turn up. Oh, it's funny, I've been watching Hello, Hello on Sky, uh, and <laughs> I must admit I'm enjoying it more now than, you than what I did when I was, when I was younger. Yeah, but we were the age then, then, but it weren't, fat, it weren't trendy and that. We, you know, that's it, we were young, in alternative comedy. Well, uh, and I don't know how to do it. like that, actually. When you watch Hardy oh, High now, you're yeah. <laughs> getting into. <laughs> no, no, but. Baby, I mean, baby! That's, a, that's all I can think of. Now. He's dead now. I know, I can't think of that because you showed me that years ago, and that's it for the rest of my life. <laughs> think of Paul McShane singing on that bloody. On Pebble Mill. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're going to go into a huge Paul Shane riff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get it back. Get it back. But yeah, I think um, in, in, in terms of what you'll laugh at, yeah, I think, uh, I think, yeah, I think, I think this is a nice episode. It was clever. It, it had Miranda Richardson in it, which again, you know, I think it's entirely justified mm. on artistic merit. And it, uh, yeah, as, not playing as, Queenie. As, as, yeah, yeah. That's the one I'm on about. Yeah. See, that did it with her. Mm. Didn't she? Didn't just come in playing another quip, which would have been easy, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. Very yeah. simple, but they didn't. They reworked our character. I know. Like I said, Rick Mal. They probably mm. couldn't. You know, that's what. Whatever the wrote, he was going to be that anyway, weren't he? Because anyway, listen, I don't want to talk about. Keep going back, Rick Mal. We, we, yeah, we yeah. end up talking about Rick Mal on most podcasts, no, don't we? Although, although it's just come to me, I, I thought I was just about to say, oh well, they could have called her Nurse Liz, and then I realised what was the name of the Queen during the First World War? Who was it? It was, um, it was Queen Mary. Wasn't yeah, it? Nurse yeah. Mary. Yeah. So she has got the same name as the Queen. So I don't know if that's a nod. Oh, I suppose it could be. But yeah. I mean, it's it's a, one of those little tangent things. But um, but yeah, yeah, it was it was it was right and proper that she was in it and playing something a bit different, and it wasn't you know yeah it doesn't, Nurse Elizabeth and yeah. she's a bit batty. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going about and yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. yeah. The only thing that was in there was about a nose, weren't it? She always talked about it was how oh, yeah, perfect yeah, the nose was, nose, weren't yeah. she? But that was a little tiny, and I don't mind that because that's like a bit of you know continuity through the series, yeah. but. Not with too much. I mean, I, I mean, I'll put my notes here. I mean, as I said earlier, I'm melting hiding behind the map. I find one of the most hilarious. <laughs> oh, but also, how big that set is as well. 
for, for Darling's office compared to how cramped, and I know it was meant to be the, the, mm. the, um, the bunker and, and the trenches, he's meant to be cramped, so you do get that kind of like, yeah, you know, right. I just had that when I was acting. Um, the, the, the Blackadder torturing um, Darling, I love that, you know, with the whole line with it again. Oh. You know, the, the flowery baps. And yeah, yeah, yeah. But Baldrick, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah no, I, I say I really quite, I really quite like this. I mean, never ignore a poo-poo. When will you watch Blackadder? Could you watch it again for the next couple of years? I don't know. I could probably watch Blackadder 2 again. Yeah, not for... Not for... I think the most familiar with oh, the first we... one I can't watch. No, no, it's just, it's just anyway, let's, uh, are you looking up with me, Pete? Or is I'm just up? checking that I'm right about that queen. Yeah, no, Yeah, no, the poo-poo, uh, the poo-poo I did like. Yeah. Uh, and, well, bugger me with a fish hook. <laughs> uh, okay, so the final episode. Goodbye. Um, yeah. Millions have died, but the troops have advanced no further than an asthmatic ant with some heavy shopping. Yeah. Now, at last, the final big push looms, and Blackadder is willing to try anything to avoid it. Well, putting the pair of underpants on his head and shoving two pens up his nose, get Blackadder invalided back to Blighty. This guest stars Jeffrey Palmer, anything he yeah. does is brilliant, as Field Marshal Douglas Haig. So, this is the final episode, and probably the most memorable one I suppose although ironically you, you, you watch it and it, it's a, as you were saying about uh, Vicky Gervais doing the, the dance um, you always imagine and virtually every picture you see of Blackadder goes forth is the picture of him with the pants on his head and the pants yeah, yes. up his nose uh, me personally you know I mean there's a great line here where, where we're talking about I think it's Borgia who turns around and says why which is a beautiful speech which yeah. we don't have it day why he asks about the war and uh, Blackadder says George because um, George goes about the Germans you know wanting to rob everything because George the British Empire at present yeah. covers a quarter of the globe while the German Empire consists of a small sausage factory in Tanganyika, I hardly think that we can be entirely absolved of the blame on the imperialistic front. Mm. I, I think it's definitely... See, what I, the most memorable thing with me is it's uh, Baldrick actually had a plan at the end that would have worked. That, well, oh, you'll never know, but mm. his plan at the end probably could have got him out of it, couldn't it? See, in all of the payoff, in all of it, he had only had one plan, and he never listened to him. Mm. And all the other times, he listened to his plans, even though he never did anything. But yeah. he didn't listen to it's his plans. Near, it's nearly as tragic as the end uh, of the Italian job. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hang, hang on, lads, I've got a great idea. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, You'll never know what that idea no. was. And, you know, it, it was obviously, I think, it was always hurting himself. I yeah. think he was hurting himself because he goes, doesn't he? There's a, there's a split. There's a spin on that ladder. There's a spin on that yeah. ladder. Someone could hurt themselves. And there's a wonderful line as well. I mean, the, the whole of this thing is, I think it's this episode is the, the episode where it's the more the reference to all the people who did die during the war. And, you know, when George is thinking about all of his friends, you know, the tiddlywink. I mean, just to show how young he's meant to be, you know, you know, uh, Bonfluff, uh, Drippy, Strangely Brown, yeah. you know, and this was all, of course, referencing the Powell's Brigade. Yeah, I, the I, point I, where they brought the idea is that you fight such with Such a bad with your idea. Friends. You can't believe they ever thought of that as a nice put you with all your mates. Well, you, well, in theory, you do think it's a good idea because if you're out on a night out and one of your mates gets punched, the yeah. first thing you do is all band together and look after yeah, it. But, it's that not but ca- then it's they not weren't that punch war, in the was face. It? It's, it's being riddled with bullets. Well, it was, Victor- it was a Victorian mindset with modern engineering, wasn't it? It was a, you know, this is what it was. It was first, it happened in the American Civil War as well, didn't yeah. it? They had these great ideas of having these big horse charges and all this, but they were still stuck in Victorian minds. Mm. 
you know, this it modernised the first of all modernised the British Army, didn't it? Really, it changed the British Army, well, all armies. Yeah. But like you said, it's it's sad, isn't it? And I think with me, I like the end bit because a lot, you know, a lot of people said there was a whiff of a lot of them having a, you know, taking the piss out of a lot of these British soldiers who were being stupid. But it wasn't, it was, no, no, no. no I'm talking in the press, there yeah, was yeah, loads yeah, of, yeah, yeah. they're always in the stillies, the Daily Mail, especially are into all yeah. that. But no, I like that end bit, because it was respecting these men, well, right? Each, as well, and each character turns around and says, like, George is talking about you, all his friends have died. Uh, Blackadder turns around and, you know, he's an army man. You know, when he was in the art, when he first joined it, it was all pink gin and, and all that, and then suddenly he was thrown into this kind of mess. And then Borgie turns around and says he was from the, you know, the Turnip Street workhouse, and all his friends have died except Neville the Fat Hamster, and of course he bought it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course we we uh, we get you know Captain Dying Queen. I mean, before we talk about the, the very final scene, which I think is very poignant. Pete, what, what about you on this? Um, this is a really tricky episode. Um, yeah, it, it, it's very difficult to take it apart from the point of view of of, of comedy. Um, largely because you've got th- this far through the series um, and you, you, you want to know what happens. Yeah. So first, and, and then that's the thing, you you can only watch this episode properly once. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Any any other episode yeah. you're enjoying for the jokes, the laughter and everything that comes through, anything else you can watch. This one, once you've watched it that first time, becomes about something totally different. Yeah. The second you view it again, it's all about the something. doom yeah. at yeah. the end. So I can't say too much about it mm. um, because you know, once you know what's about to happen, then yeah. you'll, you'll never see it the same way again. Yeah. And it's difficult to laugh mm. in in retrospect at anything that anybody's saying in that because it all starts... Yeah, because you know... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. In fact, I think when you, when you watch it the second time, you suddenly realise what they're all saying is slightly even more important. I mean, there's there's the line where uh, right as they walk out, Blackout turns around and says, don't forget your stick, George. And he goes, oh yes, one want a face machine gun without this. And he says it in a slight comic style. Yeah. And Rowan Atkinson turns around and says it's the first time ever in his life as an actor where he felt terrible building up to the scene because he knew what was going to happen mm-hmm. to his character. And we'll say now, those who haven't watched it, is that they, they line up to go over the top, they get the go-ahead, Borges has got a cunning plan, he says, well, you'll have to wait. Uh, and they go over the top. And when when they go over the top, when it was originally filmed, I think you've both seen the documentary yeah. on this, where they literally only had, I think, about five foot, six yeah. foot of running space. And it looked terrible. And, and, and Rowan Atkinson went on the mic and said, we're not doing this again. I think they found it quite dangerous because the pyrotechnics going off. And as I mentioned about Burden, the, the, the director, the inside the editor, they slowed it down and they, what key, key thing is they slowed the sound down. And when you see them go over the top and the explosions happen and you see them slightly fall, the beautiful silent fade out and then the poppy scene come up. And then what's the key to that is adding bird song at the very yeah, end. Yeah. With yeah. no other titles, just Blackadder. I watched that the other day, even thinking about it now actually, I'm starting to get a bit emotional of it. I did well and I always do because I think it's the fact that I think it's something we'll never, thankfully, we'll never have to go through because we, we'll never be involved in that kind of thing. They call it the Great War. There's nothing great about it. How are you feeling, darling? <laughs> um, not all that good, Blackadder. Rather hoped I'd get through the whole show. Go back to work at Pratt & Sons. Keep wicked for the Croydon gentleman. Married Doris. Made a note in my diary on the way here. 
simply says, bugger. Well, quite. Let's move. Don't forget your stick, Lieutenant. Rather, sir. Huh? Wouldn't want to face a machine gun without this. <laughs> Listen. Our guns have stopped. You don't think... Maybe the war's over. Maybe it's peace. Oh, hurrah! The big knobs have got round the table and yanked the iron out of the fire. Thank God. We lived through it. The Great War, 1914 to 1917. Hip, hip! Hooray! I'm afraid not. The guns have stopped because we're about to attack. Not even our generals are mad enough to shell their own men. They think it's far more sporting to let the Germans do it. So we are, in fact, going over. This is, as they say, it. I'm afraid so. Unless I can think of something very quickly. Company, one place. Forward! Oh, there's a nasty splinter on that ladder, sir. A bloke could hurt himself on that. Stand ready! I have a plan, sir. Really, Borick? A cunning and subtle one? Yes, sir. As cunning as a fox who's just been appointed Professor of Cunning at Oxford University? <laughs> yes, sir. On the signal, company will advance! Well, I'm afraid it'll have to wait. Whatever it was, I'm sure it was better than my plan to get out of this by pretending to be mad. I mean, who would have noticed another madman around here? Good luck, everyone. I think they meant, they meant like the great yeah, 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 it is like lost over time. It is the great one or... of the most emotionally ending, ending because it's a comedy as well, so it hits you even more. Well, it, 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 you'd it, never had it. In, no. I don't think you'd ever saw that before, like that. Where you'd have that emotional the, 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 whack at the end. Yeah, it's a thing of the only time I've ever seen that, which, which I, I don't know if it was around about the same time. I have a suspicion it was. You might have say uh, one foot in the grave. Right? No, no, no. Because that was a sad. I got to say, I yeah, got really upset with, the cap, when with saw... the cap in the street. Yeah, yeah. I got upset when I saw. I never. I didn't think that was going to happen. Yeah, for me, it was that was another brilliant ending. Yeah, yeah, it was. yeah, yeah. brilliant and, and ending. Rightful ending for that. It was Mash actually when uh, when um, Henry Blake he leaves. It's a beautiful build of Pensacola at Abbey Senior Henry. And he leaves and he says goodbye to everyone. And in the operating theatre, they're all doing his stuff. And Radar walks in. I say, put a mask on. And he goes, uh, a report came in that Captain Henry Blake, uh, sorry, um, sends Henry Blake's plane was shot down over the sea and no one survived. And it's just deathly silent. And actually, there's an accident. They actually found that twice because of a technical fault. But in the second one, someone drops the, um, a, a tool on the floor in the operating theatre. And he kind of breaks it. A little bit, but it's in a, in a good way, mm. and no one expected. I didn't expect that, 
And ironically, in America, they uh, they filmed a short comedy sketch where you see Henry Blake on the boat saying, I'm still alive, doing another <laughs> show. Which of course, but I mean, what a perfect ending to the, to the episode. Well, I think this it is what they never wanted so to do cool. anymore. I think that, in a way, it finished it, didn't it? I think so. It'd yeah. be wrong to, It'd be, to, why, to spit why? it back in. I mean, they, they did obviously put in that get-out um, where Blackadder sleeps with the nurse. So, yeah, they, so they did obviously be. put in that, so it did open the door to there being a, a further, yeah, further succession of black well, Yeah, and there was, of course, there was the specials. I mean, uh, yeah. you, had, you had the Christmas carols, uh, yeah. which was so, before them. It's all right, it's all right. The millennium, it's all right. Right. The millennium yeah. one's absolutely yeah. terrible. Yeah, the time. That was where, no, let's, no, let's leave it. Yeah. Let's leave it. <laughs> it's had its time, there's nothing wrong that. There's nothing wrong with a... Thing having its time and place, isn't there? And just letting it lie. So we've got some, uh, we do have some uh, Facebook stuff here, so I'll uh, read these out before we end the show. Uh, this is from our, uh, our good friend uh, Donna Mullen, a, a regular uh, contributor onto our Facebook page. Thank you, Donna. Uh, she turns out says, uh, I'm looking forward to your next podcast because I've always been a fan of Blackadder. I think Blackadder goes forth is so poignant because I'm sure we all remember having an older relative when we were kids who would tell us stories of being in the trenches, loving through, uh, living through the horror of the First World War, um, which I think is, you know, mm-hmm. perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Um, Alan Ditchfield. Hello, Alan. I uh, said, Rick Mail's flash art steals the show. Uh, then there's the Flanders pigeon murder. In nearly every scene <laughs> there is saying that can go on a T-shirt. Uh, can't wait to hear it, guys. Uh, Kenneth Smith says, looking forward to it, darling. Uh, Robert Dunn says, I can't wait for this. My favourite comedy series ever, Perfection from Start to finish. Uh, Alan again says, I bet you both have cunning plans of how to entertain us. Uh, Robert Kruger, who uh, we mentioned earlier on, uh, I think I am one of the few in this world uh, that really didn't dig the Blackadder series. Don't know why. Uh, some of it was and is funny, but it really doesn't do much for me. Yeah, but you that, can't help what you, no, what no, you, but, what you uh, like. That's just me. Your mileage may mm. vary. And I said, I did say, it's, Robert, it'd be a boring world if we all like the same stuff. Uh, funny, we've got uh, Nige. Nige Bromley. Hello, Nige. Oh, Nige. Hello, Nige. Uh, I only smoke after I've made love. Back home, I'm a 20 a day, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Donna again says, I, uh, I think any episode with Bob in it is a right laugh. I like series one, two, and four, but I don't like the third, third one as much as the others. Uh, I just think it comes across as uh, pantomime. Uh, I've seen the bloopers of Stephen Fry where they were filming Blackadder's Court Martial. <laughs> it's hilarious. Keep, uh, he get cracking up and fluffing his lines. Uh, and I think that's it there we go yeah so thank you to everybody who contributed onto the Facebook page please do come and join that page uh, we'll happily um, uh, throw you in yeah uh, we don't know what we're doing next we week, so we're going to we'll, we'll, we'll have a chat about have a that yeah. Uh, so yeah any comments or anything like that say to waffle on podcast at gmail.com anyway all that kind of blurb will come up from Jen in a moment so Pete thanks for jumping back in the show as our regular guest host and You're Cal as welcome. usual you and your coconut it was wonderful to see. You're very pleased Congrats. that coconut. It's a great right? coconut. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you uh, next month. Ta-da. Ta-da. Reality getting you down? Well, why not drop by the cosy fireside in the Great Library of Dreams and join me, your host, Mr. Jim Moon, for some talk on strange cinema, cult fiction, and all things weird and wonderful, and to hear some vintage tales of terror. Reserve your cosy armchair by the fire by subscribing to Hypnobobs, available on iTunes, Geek Planet Online, on Stitcher, 
and at hypnagoria.com. Do you like sci-fi, collectibles, gaming, and robots? Because we do. This is Sean. And this is Bridget. We're the Vanderloos, the hosts of The Rusted Robot, a new weekly podcast. Find us in the iTunes store or at therustedrobot.podbean.com. Get rusted today. Robots. Cyborg. Androids. Oh, my. If you would like to voice your opinions in written or vocal form, then please do email the lads at waffleonpodcast at gmail.com and await your views to be aired and then royally torn apart or praised. If you stalk the Internet and hide in such social networks as Facebook, then why not join the group page? It's easy to do. Just type Waffle on Podcast in the search bar, find the page, and join. This has been a Waffle on Production. Copyright Simon Meddings and Mark C. Kelly. Is this true, Bagatter? Did Captain Darling poo-poo you? <laughs> well, perhaps a little. Well, then, damn it all, what more evidence do you need? The poo-pooing alone is a court-martial offence. <laughs> I can assure you, sir, that the poo-pooing was purely circumstantial. Well, I hope so, Blackadder. You know, if there's one thing I've learned from being in the army, it's never ignore a poo-poo. <laughs> I knew a major got poo-pooed, made the mistake of ignoring the poo-poo. He poo-pooed it. Fatal error. Because it turned out all along that the soldier who poo-pooed him had been poo-pooing a lot of other officers who poo-pooed their poo-poos. In the end, we had to disband the regiment. Morale totally destroyed by poo-poo. 